This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 10th. You're listening to WMBF. A section of a busy downtown street near a popular Binghamton restaurant was shut down to vehicular and pedestrian traffic after debris fell from the top of a building. State Street, just north of Henry Street, was closed late Thursday morning. City public work crews placed barricades on the west side of the building that houses Burger Monday's Bar and Grill. A Binghamton Fire Department crew spotted several bricks on the sidewalk and roadway as their truck passed through the intersection around 10.15 a.m. Fire officials noted a partial wall collapse at the top of the five-story building at 23 Henry Street. The site is located across the street from the Binghamton Federal Building. A fire investigator was notified. The city's code enforcement and engineering offices also were advised of the problem. The fire department taped off the sidewalk near the scene and the public works department brought barricades to detour vehicles around the area. In addition to the restaurant on the street level, the building houses dozens of apartments rented by students on the upper four floors. The entrance to the Burger Monday's restaurant remained accessible. Business co-owner Matthew Jones said he did not expect the restaurant's operations would be affected by the issue. Property records indicated the structure is owned by Experience Housing 008 LLC of Manlius. The owners could not be reached for comment. Responding to a request for information from WMBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, the property owner is being issued a 24-hour emergency notice of violation and ordered a remedy. It's not known when the street and sidewalk near the scene will reopen. According to the Binghamton University website, one of the faculty members in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Thomas J. Watson College of Engineering and Applied Sciences, Professor Seokon Choi, led his team on research that was published in the journal Advanced Energy Materials. The idea for an ingestible biobattery is as a solution for the hard-to-reach small intestine. In the Binghamton University article, Professor Choi stated in ingestible cameras have been developed to solve this issue. They can do many things, such as imaging and physical sensing, even drug delivery. The problem is power. So far, the electronics are using primary batteries that have a finite energy budget and cannot function for the long term. Traditional batteries can be harmful while inside the small intestine, but Professor Choi explains that these ingestible biobatteries utilize microbial fuel cells with spore-forming bacillus subtilis bacteria that remain inert until they reach the small intestine. On Thursday, February 9th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a search warrant at 21 Mather Street, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of these search warrant, investigators located one loaded 9mm Smith & Wesson brand handgun, one loaded 9mm Glock brand handgun, reported stolen from Georgia, and two high-capacity handgun magazines. As a result of the investigation, Darshan Beeman was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, four counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and one count of criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree. A New York state lawmaker is suing his fellow senators, asking the courts to get involved in the legislative process. Republican Senator Anthony Palumbo wants the court to force a full floor vote on Governor Kathy Hochul's pick to run the state's judicial system. Palumbo serves on the Senate committee whose Democratic majority rejected the nomination of Hector LaSalle. 
Progressive said he is too conservative for such an influential position. LaSalle's supporters say they're unfairly characterizing a handful of cases. Senate Democrats maintain that they fulfilled their legal duty by hearing all the testimony and voting down the nomination. A man who repeatedly attempted scheming to smuggle finches from Guyana into New York for birdsong competitions has been sentenced to a year and a day in prison. Insaf Ali was stopped at John F. Kennedy Airport in January 2022 with two packs of hair curlers that smugglers used to slip the small birds past customs officials. He pleaded guilty last summer to conspiring to import wildlife illegally. He got in probation after a 2018 guilty plea to smuggling finches into JFK. This time, Ali peached for his leniency by saying that his misdeeds were propelled by his attachment to birds and to the birds' songbird contests that have long been a Caribbean pastime. U.S. Representative George Santos was charged with criminal theft in Pennsylvania in 2017 in connection with bad checks apparently used to buy puppies from dog breeders. The case was ultimately dismissed after Santos said the nine checks totally more than $15,000 were from a checkbook that had been stolen from him. That's according to a lawyer who said she helped Santos with the case. The theft charges were first reported Thursday by Politico. A lawyer for Santos did not return a message and a congressional aide declined to comment. The case adds to to the controversy surrounding the first-term Long Island congressman who faces multiple investigations and has acknowledged lying about elements of his life story. When a giant Chinese balloon made an uninvited visit to the United States, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin turned to a hotline system set up with Beijing to defuse the situation. Austin ran into one problem, the U.S.-China crisis communications, in his February 4th call, however. Often, as happened with Austin last week, top Chinese military officials refused to get on the line. Sometimes, Chinese officials don't even pick up. Former U.S. defense officials and other China experts cite fundamental differences in the way U.S. and Chinese leaders view the value of crisis hotlines. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel overseeing investigations into efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election. That's according to a person with direct knowledge of the subpoena who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. The subpoena to Pence as part of the investigation by special counsel Jack Smith was served in recent days. The extraordinary scenario of a former vice president potentially testifying against his former boss in a criminal investigation comes as Pence considers launching a 2024 Republican presidential bid against Trump. A New York City woman accused of feeding poison cheesecake to her lookalike in a bid to steal the other woman's identity has been convicted of attempted murder. Prosecutors say a jury found 47-year-old Victoria Nasurova guilty on Wednesday of trying to kill 35-year-old Oga Civic with cheesecake that had been laced with a powerful sedative. Prosecutors say the two women resemble each other, but Nasurova hoped to impersonate her victim after killing her, but Civic survived. Defense attorney Christopher Hoyt says he is disappointed with the verdict and his client is exploring her options. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, 20% chance of rain. Tonight, slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. 
From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. It feels like you're frozen, petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. I'm Mark. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 10th. It's 614. You're listening to WNBF's First News with me, James Kelly. Last day before the weekend, got three hours to go until I hit the weekend. I know most people won't be hitting the weekend at 9 a.m. on a Friday. They'll just be starting their day. But let's get it started together. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees and overcast outside. Today a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. A 20% chance of rain. Tonight slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees. A 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. At 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. Six eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Spencer Dinwiddie scored 25 points in his first game since returning to Brooklyn, and the Nets beat the Chicago Bulls 116-105, hours after trading superstar Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Joe Harris had 18 points, and Utah Watanabe chipped in 14 points in 22 minutes off the bench. Dorian Finney-Smith, who, be- who came with Dinwiddie from Dallas in the trade for Kyrie Irving, had 9 points and 9 rebounds in his Nets debut. It was Dinwiddie's first game in a Nets uniform since December 27, 2020. Zach Levine scored 38 points and DeMar DeRozan had 14 for Chicago, which lost its second straight and fell to 10-18 on the road. Some hockey action. Elias Peterson scored twice in the third period, and the Vancouver Canucks snapped a two-game skid with a 6-5 victory over the New York Islanders. 
Oliver Ekman Larson, Brock Boser, Nils Amon, and Anthony Beauvillier also scored for the Canucks. Colin Delia made 24 saves. Bo Horvat picked up in the trade with Vancouver at the end of January. Kyle Palmieri, Brock Nelson, Matthew Barzal, and Noah Dobson scored for the Islanders. Ilya Sorokin finished with 28 saves as the Islanders' four-game winning streak came to an end. The New York Rangers have acquired all-star Vladimir Tarasenko in a trade with the St. Louis Blues. The Rangers sent a conditional 2023 first and 2024 fourth-round pick, forward Sammy Blyce and prospect Hunter Skinner to the Blues for the prolific scoring winger, who's set to be an unrestricted free agent after the season. Tarasenko gives New York even more of an offensive boost in the hopes of making another deep playoff run. The 31-year-old Russian has 29 points in 38 games this season, but is also a six-time 30-goal scorer. Dealing Tarasenko could be the start of a sell-off in St. Louis, with the Blues on track to miss the playoffs for just the second time in 12 years. Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot have won titles together playing overseas. The pair now hope their championship pedigrees can help the New York Liberty win their first WNBA championship. Liberty made the biggest splash in the offseason by signing the two free agents and trading for John Quell Jones, giving New York one of the most potent lineups in the league. Stewart and Vandersloot have been on teams together with Jones in the winter in Russia. Patrick Mahomes dominated the voting for the AP and NFL Most Valuable Player Award. Now he'll try to break the MVP curse. Mahomes, who also won in 2018, easily outdistanced Jalen Hurts, receiving 48 of 50 first-place votes from a nationwide panel of media members who regular, regularly cover the league. He earned 490 points to 193 for Hertz, who got one first-place vote, 26 seconds, 11 thirds, and 10 fourths. Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Hertz and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl on Sunday. And six-time All-Pro offensive lineman Joe Thomas and lockdown cornerback Darrell Rivas got voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on their first try. Thomas and Rivas joining a new class of Hall of Famers that also includes return finalists Demarcus Ware, Zach Thomas, and Rondé Barber. Senior candidates Joe Klecko, Chuck Howley, and Ken Riley, along with coaching candidate Dan Coriel, also got voted into the Hall and will be inducted in Canton, Ohio this summer. And 10 retired players are accusing the NFL of lying and flagrantly violating federal law in denying disability benefits. The allegations are found in a potential class action lawsuit that was filed Thursday in Baltimore. The players say they left the game with lingering physical or cognitive injuries that make their daily lives difficult, if not excruciating. Willis McGahee spent 11 seasons in the league and says he can't get benefits despite having football injuries that make it hard for him to get out of bed at age 41. The NFL didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. It's 6.22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks continue their slide as investors debate when the Federal Reserve will stop raising interest rates. The Dow Jones gave up 250 points Thursday, ending the session at 33,699. The S&P 500 lost nine-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq just over one percent. Walt Disney stock turned lower after activist investor Nelson Peltz said he's calling off his proxy fight with the media company. The parent to ABC News announced Wednesday it plans to slash 7,000 jobs and cut $5.5 billion in costs. Adidas is paying a price for scrapping its relationship with Ye. The rapper-turned-designer formerly known as Kanye West made a series of anti-Semitic comments in October. Now Adidas is stuck with a billion dollars in stock in Ye's fashion company Yeezy. The newest sandwich from Chick-fil-A is lacking a key ingredient, chicken. 
The fast food chain is rolling out its first ever plant-based product in three test markets. The chicken patty replaced by ground, marinated, breaded, and fried cauliflower. Jim Ryan, ABC News. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. You're a good... Six twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. There are a lot of respiratory illnesses going around right now. COVID, there's flu, there's RSV, there's strep, there's the common cold. Now a lot of these do share common symptoms, so you can't always tell. But if they're not that sick, it might not be that important to know if all you can really do is treat the symptoms. But the question is, how do you know when your kid is too sick to go to school? Ideally, you'd never send them to school if they're not feeling well. But keeping them home may not always be feasible. One ER doctor said that kids definitely need to stay home if they're experiencing a fever, if they're vomiting, diarrhea, they're having trouble eating, poor sleep, problems breathing. One nurse we talked to added that they should stay home if they feel too ill to engage in learning. Now, when can they go back? After 24 hours without a fever, without being on a fever-reducing medication. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Attention, per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free, as long as the government mandate is in effect. Just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiro Health. Retired or retiring soon, how much money do you need to live comfortably? Retirement Planners of America is here for you. Would you like to have financial peace of mind? Here's how. Step one, find out the amount of money you'll need to retire. Step two, have a plan to get there. Step three, make sure that plan can take advantage of market gains but protect you from market losses. Discover how to do all three with a free consultation at 800-508-6108. That's 800-508-6108. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Six twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. 
Right now about 43 degrees and overcast outside. Today a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, 20% chance of rain. Tonight a slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. At 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. Do you have a... on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. A lot of this weekend's new stuff is meant to go with Valentine's Day or to counter-program Sunday's Super Bowl, including a new Magic Mike movie. So what's the show about? Channing Tatum returns for Magic Mike's Last Dance, also starring Salma Hayek. Also in theaters, the romantic tragedy Titanic returns with a remastered 25th anniversary edition. And streaming, it's a couple of rom-coms. 20 years of friendship. Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher star in Netflix's Your Place or Mine. And Alison Brie stars in Somebody I Used to Know on Amazon Prime Video. Oh my God. Alison Brie wrote somebody I used to know with husband Dave Franco who directs and she tells me they wanted to make a rom-com like the ones they watched growing up. You go back and watch When Harry Met Sally and Sleepless in Seattle and like they are shot like dramas. They're beautifully acted. The nuance, the writing is excellent. They are just emotional stories about characters in complex relationships. And a birthday today for Cocaine Bear director Elizabeth Banks who's 49. A bear did cocaine! Jason Adelson, ABC News, Hollywood. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 10th. You're listening to WNBF. A section of a busy downtown street near a popular Binghamton restaurant was shut down to vehicular and pedestrian traffic after debris fell from the top of a building. State Street, just north of Henry Street, was closed late Thursday morning. City public work crews placed barricades on the west side of the building that houses Burger Monday's Bar and Grill. A Binghamton Fire Department crew spotted several bricks on the sidewalk and roadway as their truck passed through the intersection around 10.15 a.m. Fire officials noted a partial wall collapse at the top of the five-story building at 23 Henry Street. The site is located across the street from the Binghamton Federal Building. A fire investigator was notified. The city's code enforcement and engineering offices also were advised of the problem. The fire department taped off the sidewalk near the scene and the public works department brought barricades to detour vehicles around the area. In addition to the restaurant on the street level, the building houses dozens of apartments rented by students on the upper four floors. The entrance to the Burger Monday's restaurant remained accessible. Business co-owner Matthew Jones said he did not expect the restaurant's operations would be affected by the issue. Property records indicated the structure is owned by Experience Housing 008 L. LLC of Manlius. The owners could not be reached for comment. Responding to a request for information from WMBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, the property owner is being issued a 24-hour emergency notice of violation and ordered a remedy. It's not known when the street and sidewalk near the scene will reopen. According to the Binghamton University website, one of the faculty members in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Thomas J. Watson College of Engineering and Applied Sciences, Professor Serkon Choi, led his team on research that was published in the journal Advanced Energy Materials. The idea for an ingestible bio-battery is as a solution for the hard-to-reach small intestine. 
In the Binghamton University article, Professor Choi stated in ingestible cameras have been developed to solve this issue. They can do many things, such as imaging and physical sensing, even drug delivery. The problem is power. So far, the electronics are using primary batteries that have a finite energy budget and cannot function for the long term. Traditional batteries can be harmful while inside the small intestine, but Professor Choi explains that these ingestible bio-batteries utilize microbial fuel cells with spore-forming bacillus subtilis bacteria that remain inert until they reach the small intestine. On Thursday, February 9th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a search warrant at 21 Mather Street, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of these search warrant, investigators located one loaded 9mm Smith & Wesson brand handgun, one loaded 9mm Glock brand handgun, reported stolen from Georgia, and two high-capacity handgun magazines. As a result of the investigation, Darshan Beeman was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, four counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and one count of criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree. A New York state lawmaker is suing his fellow senators, asking the courts to get involved in the legislative process. Republican Senator Anthony Palumbo wants the court to force a full floor vote on Governor Kathy Hochul's pick to run the state's judicial system. Palumbo serves on the Senate committee whose Democratic majority rejected the nomination of Hector LaSalle. Progressive said he is too conservative for such an influential position. LaSalle's supporters say they're unfairly characterizing a handful of cases. Senate Democrats maintain that they fulfilled their legal duty by hearing all the testimony and voting down the nomination. A man who repeatedly attempted scheming to smuggle finches from Guyana into New York for birdsong competitions has been sentenced to a year and a day in prison. Insaf Ali was stopped at John F. Kennedy Airport in January 2022 with two packs of hair curlers that smugglers used to slip the small birds past customs officials. He pleaded guilty last summer to conspiring to import wildlife illegally. He got in probation after a 2018 guilty plea to smuggling finches into JFK. This time, Ali peached for his leniency by saying that his misdeeds were propelled by his attachment to birds and to the birds' songbird contests that have long been a Caribbean pastime. U.S. Representative George Santos was charged with criminal theft in Pennsylvania in 2017 in connection with bad checks apparently used to buy puppies from dog breeders. The case was ultimately dismissed after Santos said the nine checks, totally more than $15,000, were from a checkbook that had been stolen from him. That's according to a lawyer who said she helped Santos with the case. The theft charges were first reported Thursday by Politico. A lawyer for Santos did not return a message and a congressional aide declined to comment. The case adds to the controversy surrounding the first-term Long Island congressman who faces multiple investigations and has acknowledged lying about elements of his life story. When a giant Chinese balloon made an uninvited visit to the United States, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin turned to a hotline system set up with Beijing to defuse the situation. Austin ran into one problem, the U.S.-China crisis communications, in his February 4th call, however. Often, as happened with Austin last week, top Chinese military officials refused to get on the line. Sometimes, Chinese officials don't even pick up. Former U.S. defense officials and other China experts cite fundamental differences in the way U.S. and Chinese leaders view the value of crisis hotlines. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel overseeing investigations into efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election. 
That's according to a person with direct knowledge of the subpoena who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. The subpoena depends as part of the investigation by Special Counsel Jack Smith was served in recent days. The extraordinary scenario of a former vice president potentially testifying against his former boss in a criminal investigation comes as Pence considers launching a 2024 Republican presidential bid against Trump. A New York City woman accused of feeding poison cheesecake to her lookalike in a bid to steal the other woman's identity has been convicted of attempted murder. Prosecutors say a jury found 47-year-old Victoria Nasarova guilty on Wednesday of trying to kill 35-year-old Oga Civic with cheesecake that had been laced with a powerful sedative. Prosecutors say the two women resemble each other, but Nasarova hoped to impersonate her victim after killing her, but Civic survived. Defense attorney Christopher Hoyt says he is disappointed with the verdict and his client is exploring her options. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of showers before before 8 a.m., cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, 20% chance of rain. Tonight, slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Martin. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 6:44 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. Heard some feedback. Some people wanted me to change it up. Don't say myself, James Kelly. Say with me, James Kelly. Sure. I'll do that. I'll do that if that's what the people want me to do. This is your show as well. And it's not only Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now that's your show. First News, also your show. We just don't quite have quite as many callers. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area. The Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March 25th. Moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. It's going to be a fun one. I'll be out there at Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. Some other people from Town Square Media, from the Hawk and the Whale, could see them out and about. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse Card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. 
You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. At 6.45, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees and overcast outside. Today a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, a slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. 649, you're listening to WMBF. At Toshiba, you've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut, take two, action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. Attention. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. When Russia cut off Ukraine's internet access, Elon Musk stepped in with Starlink to provide satellite-based emergency communications for the Ukrainian people. But that's not how things have worked out. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. Starlink is telling Ukraine in no uncertain terms that its internet connections are not for military engagements. Starlink in Ukraine is for humanitarian purposes only. But Ukraine has used Starlink to control many of its drone weapons. And now Ukraine is telling Elon Musk that he must pick a side. And that raises a question. Why does Elon Musk have to pick a side? Musk and America have acted out of charity and goodwill. This war grows nastier every day as America wades in more deeply. Our country is in danger. In the words of George Washington's farewell address, beware of foreign entanglements. Hey, be the smartest person in the room. Get my longer daily podcast, Kim Commando, today. Hey, friends, if you're 55 and up and you've been looking for a wireless plan that's custom made to fit your life, look no further than T-Mobile. With their exclusive 55 plus rate plans, you save 50% versus both AT&T and Verizon's unlimited plans. Get two lines for $27.50 a line with AutoPay. And you'll know that T-Mobile won't raise your rate for talk, text, or data ever thanks to the T-Mobile price lock guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Get two lines of unlimited on T-Mobile's network for $27.50 a line with AutoPay with price lock included. Go to T-Mobile.com slash 55 or call 1-800-T-MOBILE to switch today. Plus taxes and fees without auto pay $5 more per line. Price lock exclusions like taxes, fees, promos, and third-party services apply. Qualifying service required. 
Customers on this plan may notice speeds lower than other customers and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month. Due to data prioritization, video typically streams in SD. See T-Mobile.com for details. How far... Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash OTC pain info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. As a... on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Spencer Dinwiddie scored 25 points in his first game since returning to Brooklyn, and the Nets beat the Chicago Bulls 116-105 hours after trading superstar Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Joe Harris had 18 points, and Utah Watanabe chipped in 14 points in 22 minutes off the bench. Dorian Finney-Smith, who came in with Dinwiddie from Dallas in in the trade for Kyrie Irving, had 9 points and 9 rebounds in his Nets debut. It was Dinwiddie's first game in a Nets uniform since December 27, 2020. Zach Levine scored 38 points and DeMar DeRozan had 14 for Chicago, which lost its second straight and fell to 10-18 on the road. Some hockey action. Elias Peterson scored twice in the third period, and the Vancouver Canucks snapped a two-game skid with a 6-5 victory over the New York Islanders. Oliver ekman Larson, Brock Boser, Nils Amam, and Anthony Beauvillier scored for the Canucks. Colin Delia made 24 saves. Bo Horvat picked up in a trade with Vancouver at the end of January. Kyle Palmieri, Brock Nelson, Matthew Barzal, and Noah Dobson scored for the Islanders. Ilya Sorokin finished with 28 saves as the Islanders' four-game winning streak came to an end. The New York Rangers have acquired all-star Vladimir Tarasenko in a trade with the St. Louis Blues. The Rangers sent conditional 2023 first and 2024 fourth-round picks. Forward Sammy Blaise and prospect Hunter Skinner to the Blues for the prolific scoring winger who's set to be an unrestricted free agent after the season. Tarasenko gives New York even more of an offensive boost in the hopes of making another deep playoff run. The 31-year-old Russian has 29 points in 38 games this season, but is also a six-time goal scorer. Dealing Tarasenko could be the start of a sell-off in St. Louis with the Blues on track to miss the playoffs for just the second time in 12 years. Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot have won titles together playing overseas. The pair hopes their championship pedigree can help the New York Liberty win their first WNBA championship. The Liberty made the biggest splash in the offseason by signing the two free agents and trading for John Quell Jones, giving New York one of the most potent lineups in the league. Stewart and Vandersloot have been on teams together with Jones in the winter in Russia. Patrick Mahomes dominated the voting for the AP NFL Most Valuable Player Award. Now he'll try to break the MVP curse. Mahomes, who also won in 2018, easily outdistanced Jalen Hurts, receiving 48 of 50 first-place votes from a nationwide panel of media members who regularly cover the league. He earned 490 points to 193 for Hurts, who got one first-place vote, 26 seconds, 11 thirds, and 10 fourths. Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl on Sunday. And 10 retired players are accusing the NFL of lying and flagrantly violating federal law and denying disability benefits. The allegations are found in a potential class action lawsuit that was filed Thursday in Baltimore. Players say they left the game with lingering physical or cognitive injuries that make their daily lives difficult, if not excruciating. 
Willis McGay, he spent 11 seasons in the league and says he can't get benefits despite having football injuries that make it hard for him to get out of bed in the morning at age 41. The NFL didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. At 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. Welcome. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news, ABC News coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 10th. You're listening to WNBF. A section of a busy downtown street near a popular Binghamton restaurant was shut down to vehicular and pedestrian traffic after debris fell from the top of a building. State Street, just north of Henry Street, was closed late Thursday morning. City public work crews placed barricades on the west side of the building that houses Burger Monday's Bar and Grill. A Binghamton Fire Department crew spotted several bricks on the sidewalk and roadway as their truck passed through the intersection around 10.15 a.m. Fire officials noted a partial wall collapse at the top of the five-story building at 23 Henry Street. The site is located across the street from the Binghamton Federal Building. A fire investigator was notified. The city's code enforcement and engineering offices also were advised of the problem. The fire department taped off the sidewalk near the scene and the public works department brought barricades to detour vehicles around the area. In addition to the restaurant on the street level, the building houses dozens of apartments rented by students on the upper four floors. The entrance to the Burger Monday's restaurant remained accessible. Business co-owner Matthew Jones said he did not expect the restaurant's operations would be affected by the issue. Property records indicated the structure is owned by Experience Housing 008 LLC of Manlius. The owners could not be reached for comment. Responding to a request for information from WMBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, the property owner is being issued a 24-hour emergency notice of violation and ordered a remedy. It's not known when the street and sidewalk near the scene will reopen. According to the Binghamton University website, one of the faculty members in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Thomas J. Watson College of Engineering and Applied Sciences, Professor Serkon Choi, led his team on research that was published in the journal Advanced Energy Materials. The idea for an ingestible biobattery is as a solution for the hard-to-reach small intestine. In the Binghamton University article, Professor Choi stated in ingestible cameras have been developed to solve this issue. They can do many things such as imaging and physical sensing, even drug delivery. The problem is power. So far, the electronics are using primary batteries that have a finite energy budget and cannot function for the long term. Traditional batteries can be harmful while inside the small intestine, but Professor Choi explains that these ingestible biobatteries utilize microbial fuel cells with spore-forming bacillus subtilis bacteria that remain inert until they reach the small intestine. On Thursday, February 9th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a search warrant at 21 Mather Street, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of these search warrant, investigators located one loaded 9mm Smith & Wesson brand handgun, one loaded 9mm Glock brand handgun, reported stolen from Georgia, and two high-capacity handgun magazines. 
As a result of the investigation, Darshan Beeman was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, four counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and one count of criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree. A New York state lawmaker is suing his fellow senators, asking the courts to get involved in the legislative process. Republican Senator Anthony Palumbo wants the court to force a full floor vote on Governor Kathy Hochul's pick to run the state's judicial system. Palumbo served on the Senate committee whose Democratic majority rejected the nomination of Hector LaSalle. Progressive said he is too conservative for such an influential position. LaSalle's supporters say they're unfairly characterizing a handful of cases. Senate Democrats maintain that they fulfilled their legal duty by hearing all the testimony and voting down the nomination. A man who repeatedly attempted scheming to smuggle finches from Guyana into New York for birdsong competitions has been sentenced to a year and a day in prison. Insaf Ali was stopped at John F. Kennedy Airport in January 2022 with two packs of hair curlers that smugglers used to slip the small birds past customs officials. He pleaded guilty last summer to conspiring to import wildlife illegally. He got in probation after a 2018 guilty plea to smuggling finches into JFK. This time, Ali peached for his leniency by saying that his misdeeds were propelled by his attachment to birds and to the birds' songbird contests that have long been a Caribbean pastime. U.S. Representative George Santos was charged with criminal theft in Pennsylvania in 2017 in connection with bad checks apparently used to buy puppies from dog breeders. The case was ultimately dismissed after Santos said the nine checks totaling more than $15,000 were from a checkbook that had been stolen from him. That's according to a lawyer who said she helped Santos with the case. The theft charges were first reported Thursday by Politico. A lawyer for Santos did not return a message and a congressional aide declined to comment. The case adds to the controversy surrounding the first-term Long Island congressman who faces multiple investigations and has acknowledged lying about elements of his life story. When a giant Chinese balloon made an uninvited visit to the United States, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin turned to a hotline system set up with Beijing to defuse the situation. Austin ran into one problem, the U.S.-China crisis communications, in his February 4th call, however. Often, as happened with Austin last week, top Chinese military officials refuse to get on the line. Sometimes, Chinese officials don't even pick up. Former U.S. defense officials and other China experts cite fundamental differences in the way U.S. and Chinese leaders view the value of crisis hotlines. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel overseeing investigations into efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election. That's according to a person with direct knowledge of the subpoena who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. The subpoena depends as part of the investigation by special counsel Jack Smith was served in recent days. The extraordinary scenario of a former vice president potentially testifying against his former boss in a criminal investigation comes as Pence considers launching a 2024 Republican presidential bid against Trump. A New York City woman accused of feeding poison cheesecake to her lookalike in a bid to steal the other woman's identity has been convicted of attempted murder. Prosecutors say a jury found 47-year-old Victoria Nasirova guilty on Wednesday of trying to kill 35-year-old Oga Civic with cheesecake that had been laced with a powerful sedative. Prosecutors say the two women resemble each other, but Nasirova hoped to impersonate her victim after killing her, but Civic survived. Defense attorney Christopher Hoyt says he is disappointed with the verdict 
district and his client is exploring her options. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, 20% chance of rain. Tonight, slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country, and tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets, anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. I'm Mark. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees, overcast and breezy outside. Windchill has it at 34 degrees. Today, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with temperatures falling to around 41 degrees by noon. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, a slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. 714, you're listening to WMBF. Jackson here. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. 
families and friends are suffering too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash besaferx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. One of the... Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Spencer Dinwiddie scored 25 points in his first game since returning to Brooklyn, and the Nets beat the Chicago Bulls 116-105 hours after trading superstar Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Joe Harris had 18 points and Utah Watanabe chipped in 14 points in 22 minutes off the bench. Dorian Finney-Smith, who came with Dinwiddie from Dallas in the trade for Kyrie Irving, had 9 points and 9 rebounds in his Nets debut. It was Dinwiddie's first game in a Nets uniform since December 27, 2020. Zach Levine scored 38 points and DeMar DeRozan had 14 for Chicago, which lost its second straight and fell to 10-18 and 18 on the road. Some hockey action, Elias Peterson scored twice in the third period and the Vancouver Canucks snapped a two-game skid with a 6-5 victory over the New York Islanders. Oliver ekman Larson, Brock Boser, Nils Aman, and Anthony Beauvillier also scored for the Canucks. Colin Delia made 24 saves. Bo Horvat picked up in a trade with Vancouver at the end of January. Kyle Palmieri, Brock Nelson, Matthew Brazell, and Noah Dobson scored for the Islanders. Ilya Sorokin finished with 28 saves as the Islanders' four-game winning streak came to an end. The New York Rangers have acquired all-star Vladimir Tarasenko in a trade with the St. Louis Blues. The Rangers sent conditional 2023 first and 2024 fourth-round picks. Forward Sammy Blaze and prospect Hunter Skinner to the Blues for the prolific scoring winger who's set to be an unrestricted free agent after the season. Tarasenko gives New York even more of an offensive boost in the hopes of making another deep playoff run. The 31-year-old Russian has 29 points in 38 games this season, but is also a six-time 30-goal scorer. Dealing Tarasenko could be the start of a sell-off in St. Louis with the Blues on track to miss the playoffs for just the second time in 12 years. Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot have won titles together playing overseas. The pair hope their championship pedigrees can help the New York Liberty win their first WNBA championship. The Liberty made the biggest splash in the offseason by signing the two free agents and trading for John Quell Jones, giving New York one of the most potent lineups in the league. Stewart and Vandersloot have been on teams together with Jones in the winter in Russia. Some mat- football action. Patrick Mahomes dominated the voting for the AP NFL Most Valuable Player Award. Now he'll try to break the MVP curse. Mahomes, who also won in 2018, easily outdistanced Jalen Hurts, receiving 48 of 50 first place votes from a nationwide panel of media members who regularly covered the league. He earned 490 points to 193 for Hurts, who got one first place vote, 26 seconds, 11 thirds, and 10 fourths. Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Six-time All-Pro offensive lineman Joe Thomas and lockdown cornerback Darrell Rivas got voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on their first try. 
Thomas and Revis join a new class of Hall of Famers that also includes return finalists DeMarcus Ware, Zach Thomas, and Rondé Barber. Senior candidates Joe Klecko, Chuck Howley, and Ken Riley, along with coaching candidate Don Coriel, also got voted into the Hall and will be inducted in Canton, Ohio this summer. Ten retired players are accusing the NFL of lying and flagrantly violating federal law in denying disability benefits. The allegations are found in a potential class action lawsuit that was filed Thursday in Baltimore. The players say they left the game with lingering physical or cognitive injuries that make their daily lives difficult, if not excruciating. Willis McGahee spent 11 seasons in the league and says he can't get benefits despite having football injuries that make it hard for him to get out of bed at age 41. The NFL didn't immediately respond to a request for a comment. And about $1 billion of Major League Baseball's revenue is at risk if a cable television company fails to make payments for local broadcasting rights to 14 teams. And the sport is preparing to take over telecasts. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says think you should assume that if Diamond doesn't broadcast, we'll be in a position to step in. He adds, our goal would be to make games available not only within the traditional cable bundle, but also on the digital side. Manfred also views the athletic search for a new ballpark as Oakland or Las Vegas. 722 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks continue their slide as investors debate when the Federal Reserve will stop raising interest rates. The Dow Jones gave up 250 points Thursday, ending the session at 33,699. The S&P 500 lost nine-tenths of one percent, the Nasdaq just over one percent. Walt Disney stock turned lower after activist investor Nelson Peltz said he's calling off his proxy fight with the media company. The parent to ABC News announced Wednesday it plans to slash 7,000 jobs and cut $5.5 billion in costs. Adidas is paying a price for scrapping its relationship with Ye. The rapper-turned-designer formerly known as Kanye West made a series of anti-Semitic comments in October. Now Adidas is stuck with a billion dollars in stock in Ye's fashion company, Yeezy. The newest sandwich from Chick-fil-A is lacking a key ingredient, chicken. The fast food chain is rolling out its first ever plant-based product in three test markets. The chicken patty replaced by ground, marinated, breaded, and fried cauliflower. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Valent- on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your political insights from ABC News. Sources telling ABC News that former Vice President Pence has received a subpoena from Special Counsel Jack Smith. Sources saying investigators want Mr. Pence to testify about and turn over any documents related to the failed attempt to overturn the 2020 election. The president calling out two Republican Senate leaders who said they wanted to cut or reduce Social Security and Medicare benefits to cut the deficit. Wisconsin's Ron Johnson and Florida's Rick Scott. The very idea the senator from Florida wants to put Social Security and Medicare in the chopping block every five years, I find to be somewhat outrageous. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says that's now off the table. President Biden saying he'll veto any attempt to put it back on. Senators getting a closed-door briefing on the Chinese spy balloon shot down last week. Republican Senator Steve Daines of Montana says the Biden administration should have acted sooner. Senate Democrats say the president handled the situation appropriately. Andy Field, ABC News. Pay not. News Radio 728 on WMBF. 
Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees, overcast and breezy outside. Windchill has it at 34 degrees. Today a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with temperatures falling to around 41 degrees by noon. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Chance of rain 20%. Tonight a slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. 729, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. A lot of this weekend's new stuff is meant to go with Valentine's Day or to counter-program Sunday's Super Bowl, including a new Magic Mike movie. So what's this show about? Channing Tatum returns for Magic Mike's Last Dance, also starring Salma Hayek. Also in theaters, the romantic tragedy Titanic returns with a remastered 25th anniversary edition. And streaming, it's a couple of rom-coms. 20 years of friendship. Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher star in Netflix's Your Place or Mine. And Alison Brie stars in Somebody I Used to Know on Amazon Prime Video. Oh my God. Alison Brie wrote somebody I used to know with husband Dave Franco who directs and she tells me they wanted to make a rom-com like the ones they watched growing up. You go back and watch When Harry Met Sally and Sleepless in Seattle and like they are shot like dramas. They're beautifully acted. The nuance, the writing is excellent. They are just emotional stories about characters in complex relationships. And a birthday today for Cocaine Bear director Elizabeth Banks who's 49. A bear did cocaine! Jason Adamson, ABC News, Hollywood. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 10th. You're listening to WNBF. A section of a busy downtown street near a popular Binghamton restaurant was shut down to vehicular and pedestrian traffic after debris fell from the top of a building. State Street, just north of Henry Street, was closed late Thursday morning. City public work crews placed barricades on the west side of the building that houses Burger Monday's Bar and Grill. A Binghamton Fire Department crew spotted several bricks on the sidewalk and roadway as their truck passed through the intersection around 10.15 a.m. Fire officials noted a partial wall collapse at the top of the five-story building at 23 Henry Street. The site is located across the street from the Binghamton Federal Building. A fire investigator was notified. The city's code enforcement and engineering offices also were advised of the problem. The fire department taped off the sidewalk near the scene and the public works department brought barricades to detour vehicles around the area. In addition to the restaurant on the street level, the building houses dozens of apartments rented by students 
apartments on the upper four floors. The entrance to the Burger Mondays restaurant remained accessible. Business co-owner Matthew Jones said he did not expect the restaurant's operations would be affected by the issue. Property records indicated the structure is owned by Experience Housing 008 LLC of Manlius. The owners could not be reached for comment. Responding to a request for information from WMBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, the property owner is being issued a 24-hour emergency notice of violation and ordered a remedy. It's not known when the street and sidewalk near the scene will reopen. According to the Binghamton University website, one of the faculty members in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Thomas J. Watson College of Engineering and Applied Sciences, Professor Serkon Choi, led his team on research that was published in the journal Advanced Energy Materials. The idea for an ingestible biobattery is as a solution for the hard-to-reach small intestine. In the Binghamton University article, Professor Choi stated in ingestible cameras have been developed to solve this issue. They can do many things, such as imaging and physical sensing, even drug delivery. The problem is power. So far, the electronics are using primary batteries that have a finite energy budget and cannot function for the long term. Traditional batteries can be harmful while inside the small intestine, but Professor Choi explains that these ingestible biobatteries utilize microbial fuel cells with spore-forming bacillus subtilis bacteria that remain inert until they reach the small intestine. On Thursday, February 9th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a search warrant at 21 Mather Street, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of these search warrant, investigators located one loaded 9mm Smith & Wesson brand handgun, one loaded 9mm Glock brand handgun, reported stolen from Georgia, and two high-capacity handgun magazines. As a result of the investigation, Darshan Beeman was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, four counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and one count of criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree. A New York state lawmaker is suing his fellow senators, asking the courts to get involved in the legislative process. Republican Senator Anthony Palumbo wants the court to force a full floor vote on Governor Kathy Hochul's pick to run the state's judicial system. Palumbo served on the Senate committee whose Democratic majority rejected the nomination of Hector LaSalle. Progressive said he is too conservative for such an influential position. LaSalle's supporters say they're unfairly characterizing a handful of cases. Senate Democrats maintain that they fulfilled their legal duty by hearing all the testimony and voting down the nomination. A man who repeatedly attempted scheming to smuggle finches from Guyana into New York for birdsong competitions has been sentenced to a year and a day in prison. Insaf Ali was stopped at John F. Kennedy Airport in January 2022 with two packs of hair curlers that smugglers used to slip the small birds past customs officials. He pleaded guilty last summer to conspiring to import wildlife illegally. He got in probation after a 2018 guilty plea to smuggling finches into JFK. This time, Ali peached for his leniency by saying that his misdeeds were propelled by his attachment to birds and to the birds songbird contests that have long been a Caribbean pastime. U.S. Representative George Santos was charged with criminal theft in Pennsylvania in 2017 in connection with bad checks apparently used to buy puppies from dog breeders. The case was ultimately dismissed after Santos said the nine checks totaling more than $15,000 
letters were from a checkbook that had been stolen from him. That's according to a lawyer who said she helped Santos with the case. The theft charges were first reported Thursday by Politico. A lawyer for Santos did not return a message and a congressional aide declined to comment. The case adds to the controversy surrounding the first-term Long Island congressman who faces multiple investigations and has acknowledged lying about elements of his life story. When a giant Chinese balloon made an uninvited visit to the United States, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin turned to a hotline system set up with Beijing to defuse the situation. Austin ran into one problem, the U.S.-China crisis communications, in his February 4th call, however. Often, as happened with Austin last week, top Chinese military officials refused to get on the line. Sometimes, Chinese officials don't even pick up. Former U.S. defense officials and other China experts cite fundamental differences in the way U.S. and Chinese leaders view the value of crisis hotlines. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel overseeing investigations into efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election. That's according to a person with direct knowledge of the subpoena who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. The subpoena depends as part of the investigation by special counsel Jack Smith was served in recent days. The extraordinary scenario of a former vice president potentially testifying against his former boss in a criminal investigation comes as Pence considers launching a 2024 Republican presidential bid against Trump. A New York City woman accused of feeding poison cheesecake to her lookalike in a bid to steal the other woman's identity has been convicted of attempted murder. Prosecutors say a jury found 47-year-old Victoria Nasirova guilty on Wednesday of trying to kill 35-year-old Oga Civic with cheesecake that had been laced with a powerful sedative. Prosecutors say the two women resemble each other, but Nasirova hoped to impersonate her victim after killing her, but Civic survived. Defense attorney Christopher Hoyt says he is disappointed with the verdict and his client is exploring her options. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. 20% chance of rain. Tonight's slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project, so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Hi, folks. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 742 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with James Kelly. 
a little football game coming up this weekend. Big-name advertisers from T-Mobile to Google are paying as much as $7 million for a 30-second spot during that little football game happening on Sunday. In order to get as much as a return on investment for those millions, most advertisers release their ads in the days ahead of the big game to get the most publicity for their spots. In the ads released so far, John Travolta and Scrub stars Donald Faison and Zach Braff sing a T-Mobile-themed version of Summer Nights from Greece, and Adam Driver creates multiple versions of himself for Squarespace. Alicia Silverstone replies her clueless character for online shopping site Rakuten. That bums me out that they do the commercials early now. I remember back in the day, if you wanted to know what the Super Bowl commercials were going to be, you had to sit there and wait and watch the entire game and wait for the commercials. I feel like you've already seen them all when you actually get to the big game. It kind of takes the excitement out of the commercials aspect of it. As you know, it's not just about football on Sunday. There are plenty of people are just, just doing it for the parties, just doing it for the commercials, doing it for the halftime show. Who knows? So it's a little bit of a bummer to see that the commercials every year now, it feels like more and more, are just dropping early. And I haven't seen any of them yet. So I still have that going for me. That They'll still be new to me on Sunday. And I'll try to watch as few of them as I can. So it takes some of the fun out of it. And I remember the first year that, I think it was Bud Light did, uh, did multiple commercials, but it was like a story leading somewhere. I remember the first year they did that. Just different commercials every time. And then the last commercial at the end of the game was the resolution of the commercial story. That was a great idea. I loved that. It would have been a real bummer to have seen that beforehand and had known ahead of time that that ad was going to be running. 745. You're listening to WMBF. Individual high school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Seven forty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 43 degrees and overcast and breezy outside. Windchill has that 34 degrees. Today, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with temperatures falling to around 41 by noon. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 20% chance of rain. 
Tonight, slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Saturday, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Saturday night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. 749, you're listening to WMBF. I studied. This is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. After a storm, many roads may be flooded. Avoid driving through these areas, especially when the water is moving fast. Drownings can result from driving through water. In fact, as little as six inches of water may cause you to lose control of your vehicle. And as little as two feet of water will carry most cars away. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, smartphone maker OnePlus is out with a new phone aimed squarely at the Samsung Galaxy S23. The big news with the OnePlus 11 5G, according to Android authorities C. Scott Brown, is the price, $699. Galaxy S23, the lowest end model, is $799, so we're talking $100 less. For that, you get a charger included, and it's a fast one, too. 80 watts is roughly three times as fast as most other computers competitors, including the iPhone. Camera setup includes a telephoto lens with 2x optical zoom. It's not really great for zooming in on things, which is kind of bizarre to say. It's more designed for uh, creating more natural bokeh effect, which is when, you know, the background behind a subject is blurry. And Brown says that's not the only place OnePlus spared an expense. Little corners are being cut, you know, no wireless charging, slimmed down camera, no IP68 rating, so it's not water or dust proof. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. You're good. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters every on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Spencer Dinwiddie scored 25 points in his first game since returning to Brooklyn, and the Nets beat the Chicago Bulls 116-105 hours after trading superstar Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Joe Harris had 18 points and Yuta Watanabe chipped in 14 points in 22 minutes off the bench. Dorian Finney-Smith, who came with Dinwiddie from Dallas in the trade for Kyrie Irving, had 9 points and 9 rebounds in his Nets debut. It was Dinwiddie's first game in a Nets uniform since December 27, 2020. Zach Levine scored 38 points and DeMar DeRozan had 14 for Chicago, which lost its second straight and fell to 10-18 and 18 on the road. Some hockey action. Elias Peterson scored twice in the third period, and the Vancouver Canucks snapped a two-game skid with a 6-5 victory over the New York Islanders. Oliver Ekman-Larsen, Brock Boser, Nils Amon, and Anthony Beauvillier scored for the Canucks. 
Colin Delia made 24 saves. Bo Horvat picked up in a trade with Vancouver at the end of January. Kyle Palmieri, Brock Nelson, Matthew Barzell, and Noah Dobson scored for the Islanders. Ilya Sorokin finished with 28 saves as the Islanders' four-game winning streak came to an end. The New York Rangers have acquired all-star Vladimir Tarasenko in a trade with the St. Louis Blues. The Rangers sent conditional 2023 first and 2024 fourth round picks, forward Sammy Blaze and prospect Hunter Skinner to the Blues, for the prolific scoring winger, who's set to be an unrestricted free agent after the season. Tarasenko gives New York even more of an offensive boost in the hopes of making another deep playoff run. The 31-year-old Russian has 29 points in 38 games this season, but is also a six-time 30-goal scorer. Dealing Tarasenko could be the start of a sell-off in St. Louis, with the Blues on track to miss the playoffs for just the second time in 12 years. Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot have won titles together playing overseas. The pair hope their championship pedigrees can help the New York Liberty win their first WNBA championship. The Liberty made the biggest splash in the offseason by signing the two free agents and trading for John Quell Jones, giving New York one of the most potent lineups in the league. Stewart and Vandersloot have been on teams together with Jones in the winter in Russia. Patrick Mahomes dominated the voting for the AP NFL Most Valuable Player Award. Now he'll try to break the MVP curse. Mahomes, who also won in 2018, easily outdistanced Jalen Hurts, receiving 48 of 50 first place votes from a nationwide panel of media members who regularly cover the league. He earned 490 points to 193 for Hurts, who got one first place vote, 26 seconds, 11 thirds, and 10 fourths. Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Six-time All-Pro offensive lineman Joe Thomas and lockdown quarterback Darrell Rivas got voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on their first try. Thomas and Rivas joined a new class of Hall of Famers that also includes return finalists Demarcus Ware, Zach Thomas, and Rondé Barber. Senior candidates Joe Klecko, Chuck Howley, and Kim Riley, along with coaching candidate Don Coryell, also got voted into the Hall and will be inducted in Canton, Ohio this summer. And 10 retired NFL players are accusing the NFL of lying and flagrantly violating federal law in denying disability benefits. The allegations are found in a potential class action lawsuit that was filed Thursday in Baltimore. 759, you're listening to WMBF. Attention. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with James Kelly. Got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 10th. You're listening to WMBF. A section of a busy downtown street near a popular Binghamton restaurant was shut down to vehicular and pedestrian traffic after debris fell from the top of a building. State Street, just north of Henry Street, was closed late Thursday morning. City public work crews placed barricades on the west side of the building that houses Burger Monday's Bar and Grill. 
A Binghamton Fire Department crew spotted several bricks on the sidewalk and roadway as their truck passed through the intersection around 10.15 a.m. Fire officials noted a partial wall collapse at the top of the five-story building at 23 Henry Street. The site is located across the street from the Binghamton Federal Building. A fire investigator was notified. The city's code enforcement and engineering offices also were advised of the problem. The fire department taped off the sidewalk near the scene and the public works department brought barricades to detour vehicles around the area. In addition to the restaurant on the street level, the building houses dozens of apartments rented by students on the upper four floors. The entrance to the Burger Monday's restaurant remained accessible. Business co-owner Matthew Jones said he did not expect the restaurant's operations would be affected by the issue. Property records indicated the structure is owned by Experience Housing 008 LLC of Manlius. The owners could not be reached for comment. Responding to a request for information from WMBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, the property owner is being issued a 24-hour emergency notice of violation and ordered a remedy. It's not known when the street and sidewalk near the scene will reopen. According to the Binghamton University website, one of the faculty members in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Thomas J. Watson College of Engineering and Applied Sciences, Professor Serkon Choi, led his team on research that was published in the journal Advanced Energy Materials. The idea for an ingestible biobattery is as a solution for the hard-to-reach small intestine. In the Binghamton University article, Professor Choi stated in ingestible cameras have been developed to solve this issue. They can do many things such as imaging and physical sensing, even drug delivery. The problem is power. So far, the electronics are using primary batteries that have a finite energy budget and cannot function for the long term. Traditional batteries can be harmful while inside the small intestine, but Professor Choi explains that these ingestible biobatteries utilize microbial fuel cells with spore-forming bacillus subtilis bacteria that remain inert until they reach the small intestine. On Thursday, February 9th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a search warrant at 21 Mather Street, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of this search warrant, investigators located one loaded 9mm Smith & Wesson brand handgun, one loaded 9mm Glock brand handgun, reported stolen from Georgia, and two high-capacity handgun magazines. As a result of the investigation, Darshan Beeman was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, four counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and one count of criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree. A New York state lawmaker is suing his fellow senators, asking the courts to get involved in the legislative process. Republican Senator Anthony Palumbo wants the court to force a full floor vote on Governor Kathy Hochul's pick to run the state's judicial system. Palumbo serves on the Senate committee whose Democratic majority rejected the nomination of Hector LaSalle. Progressive said he is too conservative for such an influential position. LaSalle's supporters say they're unfairly characterizing a handful of cases. Senate Democrats maintain that they fulfilled their legal duty by hearing all the testimony and voting down the nomination. A man who repeatedly attempted scheming to smuggle finches from Guyana into New York for birdsong competitions has been sentenced to a year and a day in prison. Insaf Ali was stopped at John F. Kennedy Airport in January 2022 with two packs of hair curlers that smugglers used to slip the small birds past customs officials. He pleaded guilty last summer to conspiring to import wildlife illegally. He got in probation after a 2018 guilty plea to smuggling finches into JFK. 
This time, Ali peached for his leniency by saying that his misdeeds were propelled by his attachment to birds and to the birds songbird contests that have long been a Caribbean pastime. U.S. Representative George Santos was charged with criminal theft in Pennsylvania in 2017 in connection with bad checks apparently used to buy puppies from dog breeders. The case was ultimately dismissed after Santos said the nine checks, totaling more than $15,000, were from a checkbook that had been stolen from him. That's according to a lawyer who said she helped Santos with the case. The theft charges were first reported Thursday by Politico. A lawyer for Santos did not return a message and a congressional aide declined to comment. The case adds to the controversy surrounding the first-term Long Island congressman who faces multiple investigations and has acknowledged lying about elements of his life story. When a giant Chinese balloon made an uninvited visit to the United States, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin turned to a hotline system set up with Beijing to defuse the situation. Austin ran into one problem, the U.S.-China crisis communications, in his February 4th call, however. Often, as happened with Austin last week, top Chinese military officials refused to get on the line. Sometimes, Chinese officials don't even pick up. Former U.S. defense officials and other China experts cite fundamental differences in the way U.S. and Chinese leaders view the value of crisis hotlines. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel overseeing investigations into efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election. That's according to a person with direct knowledge of the subpoena who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. The subpoena depends as part of the investigation by special counsel Jack Smith was served in recent days. The extraordinary scenario of a former vice president potentially testifying against his former boss in a criminal investigation comes as Pence considers launching a 2024 Republican presidential bid against Trump. A New York City woman accused of feeding poison cheesecake to her lookalike in a bid to steal the other woman's identity has been convicted of attempted murder. Prosecutors say a jury found 47-year-old Victoria Nasurova guilty on Wednesday of trying to kill 35-year-old Oga Civic with cheesecake that had been laced with a powerful sedative. Prosecutors say the two women resemble each other, but Nasurova hoped to impersonate her victim after killing her, but Civic survived. Defense attorney Christopher Hoyt says he is disappointed with the verdict and his client is exploring her options. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. 20% chance of rain. Tonight, slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I'm Mark. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? 
If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Eight thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 34. Today, cloudy with a high near 42, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Tonight, a slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy. Below near 26 degrees. It's 14. You're listening to WMBF. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Eight eighteen on WMBF, time for a sports update. Spencer Dinwiddie scored 25 points in his first game since returning to Brooklyn, and the Nets beat the Chicago Bulls 116-105, hours after trading superstar Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Joe Harris had 18 points, and Yuta Watanabe chipped in 14 points in 22 minutes off the bench. Dorian Finney-Smith, who came with Dinwiddie from Dallas in the trade for Kyrie Irving, had 9 points and 9 rebounds in his Nets debut. It was Dinwiddie's first game in a Nets uniform since December 27, 2020. Zach Levine scored 38 points, and DeMar DeRozan had 14 for Chicago, which lost its second straight and fell to 10-18 and 18 on the road. Some hockey action. Elias Peterson scored twice in the third period, and the Vancouver Canucks snapped a two-game skid with a 6-5 victory over the New York Islanders. Oliver Ekman-Larsen, Brock Boser, Nils Amon, and Anthony Beauvillier also scored for the Canucks. Colin Delia made 24 saves. Bo Horvat picked up in a trade with Vancouver at the end of January. Kyle Palmieri, Brock Nelson, Matthew Barzal, and Noah Dobson scored for the Islanders. Ilya Sorokin finished with 28 saves as the Islanders' four-game winning streak came to an end. 
The New York Rangers have acquired all-star Vladimir Tarasenko in a trade with the St. Louis Blues. The Rangers send conditional 2023 first and 2024 fourth round picks. Forward Sammy Blaze and prospect Hunter Skinner to the Blues for the prolific scoring winger, who's set to be an unrestricted free agent after the season. Tarasenko gives New York even more of an offensive boost in the hopes of making another deep playoff run. The 31-year-old Russian has 29 points in 38 games this season, but is also a six-time 30-goal scorer. Dealing Tarasenko could be the start of a sell-off in St. Louis, with the Blues on track to miss the playoffs for just the second time in 12 years. Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot have won titles together playing overseas. The pair hope their championship pedigrees can help the New York Liberty win their first WNBA championship. The Liberty made the biggest splash in the offseason by signing the two free agents and trading for Jonquel Jones, giving New York one of the most potent lineups in the league. Stewart and Vandersloot have been on teams together with Jones in the winter in Russia. Patrick Mahomes dominated the voting for the AP NFL Most Valuable Player Award. Now he'll try to break the MVP curse. Mahomes, who also won in 2018, easily outdistanced Jalen Hurts, receiving 48 of 50 first-place votes from a nationwide panel of media members who regularly cover the league. He earned 490 points to 193 for Hurts, who got one first-place vote, 26 seconds, 11 thirds, and 10 fourths. Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Six-time All-Pro offensive lineman Joe Thomas and lockdown cornerback Darrell Rivas got voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame on their first try. Thomas and Rivas joined a new class of Hall of Famers that also includes return finalists Demarcus Ware, Zach Thomas, and Rondé Barber. Senior candidates Joe Klecko, Chuck Howley, and Ken Riley, along with coaching candidate Don Coryell, also got voted into the Hall and will be inducted in Canton, Ohio this summer. Ten retired players are accusing the NFL of lying and flagrantly violating federal law in denying disability benefits. The allegations are found in a potential class action lawsuit that was filed Thursday in Baltimore. The players say they left the game with lingering physical or cognitive injuries that make their daily lives difficult, if not excruciating. Willis McGahee spent 11 seasons in the league and says he can't get benefits despite having football injuries that make it hard for him to get out of bed at age 41. The NFL didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. And about $1 billion of Major League Baseball's revenue is at risk if a cable television company fails to make payments for local broadcasting rights to 14 teams, and the sport is preparing to take over those telecasts. Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says, Think you should assume that if Diamond doesn't broadcast, we'll be in a position to step in. He adds, Our goal would be to make games available not only within the traditional cable bundle, but on the digital side as well. Manfred also views the athletic search for a new ballpark as Oakland and or Las Vegas. It's 822 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks continue their slide as investors debate when the Federal Reserve will stop raising interest rates. The Dow Jones gave up 250 points Thursday, ending the session at 33,699. The S&P 500 lost nine-tenths of one percent, the Nasdaq just over one percent. Walt Disney stock turned lower after activist investor Nelson Peltz said he's calling off his proxy fight with the media company. The parent to ABC News announced Wednesday it plans to slash 7,000 jobs and cut $5.5 billion in costs. Adidas is paying a price for scrapping its relationship with Ye. The rapper-turned-designer formerly known as Kanye West made a series of anti-Semitic comments in October. Now Adidas is stuck with a billion dollars in stock in Ye's fashion company Yeezy. The newest sandwich from Chick-fil-A is lacking a key ingredient, chicken. 
The fast food chain is rolling out its first ever plant-based product in three test markets. The chicken patty replaced by ground, marinated, breaded, and fried cauliflower. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we're... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. It's an Eight twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. There are a lot of respiratory illnesses going around right now. COVID, there's flu, there's RSV, there's strep, there's the common cold. Now a lot of these do share common symptoms, so you can't always tell. But if they're not that sick, it might not be that important to know if all you can really do is treat the symptoms. But the question is, how do you know when your kid is too sick to go to school? Ideally, you'd never send them to school if they're not feeling well. But keeping them home may not always be feasible. One ER doctor said that kids definitely need to stay home if they're experiencing a fever, if they're vomiting, diarrhea, they're having trouble eating, poor sleep, problems breathing. One nurse we talked to added that they should stay home if they feel too ill to engage in learning. Now, when can they go back? After 24 hours without a fever, without being on a fever-reducing medication. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Attention, per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free. As long as the government mandate is in effect, just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by Tiro Health. Retired or retiring soon? How much money do you need to live comfortably? Retirement Planners of America is here for you. Would you like to have financial peace of mind? Here's how. Step one, find out the amount of money you'll need to retire. Step two, have a plan to get there. Step three, make sure that plan can take advantage of market gains but protect you from market losses. Discover how to do all three with a free consultation at 800-508-6108. That's 800-508-6108. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition, and Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, pulmonary rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. Texting 
829 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Drive in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 34. Today cloudy with a high near 42. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Tonight, a slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. A lot of this weekend's new stuff is meant to go with Valentine's Day or to counter-program Sunday's Super Bowl, including a new Magic Mike movie. So what's this show about? Channing Tatum returns for Magic Mike's Last Dance, also starring Salma Hayek. Also in theaters, the romantic tragedy Titanic returns with a remastered 25th anniversary edition. And streaming, it's a couple of rom-coms. 20 years of friendship. Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher star in Netflix's Your Place or Mine. And Alison Brie stars in Somebody I Used to Know on Amazon Prime Video. Oh my god! Alison Brie wrote some Somebody I used to know with husband Dave Franco who directs and she tells me they wanted to make a rom-com like the ones they watched growing up. You go back and watch When Harry Met Sally and Sleepless in Seattle and like they are shot like dramas. They're beautifully acted. The nuance, the writing is excellent. They are just emotional stories about characters in complex relationships. And a birthday today for Cocaine Bear director Elizabeth Banks who's 49. A bear did cocaine! Jason Adelson, ABC News, Hollywood. When I... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 10th. You're listening to WNBF. A section of a busy downtown street near a popular Binghamton restaurant was shut down to vehicular and pedestrian traffic after debris fell from the top of a building. State Street, just north of Henry Street, was closed late Thursday morning. City public work crews placed barricades on the west side of the building that houses Burger Monday's Bar and Grill. A Binghamton Fire Department crew spotted several bricks on the sidewalk and roadway as their truck passed through the intersection around 10.15 a.m. Fire officials noted a partial wall collapse at the top of the five-story building at 23 Henry Street. The site is located across the street from the Binghamton Federal Building. A fire investigator was notified. 
The city's code enforcement and engineering offices also were advised of the problem. The fire department taped off the sidewalk near the scene and the public works department brought barricades to detour vehicles around the area. In addition to the restaurant on the street level, the building houses dozens of apartments rented by students on the upper four floors. The entrance to the Burger Monday's restaurant remained accessible. Business co-owner Matthew Jones said he did not expect the restaurant's operations would be affected by the issue. Property records indicated the structure is owned by Experience Housing 008 LLC of Manlius. The owners could not be reached for comment. Responding to a request for information from WMBF News, Deputy Mayor Megan Hyman wrote, the property owner is being issued a 24-hour emergency notice of violation and ordered a remedy. It's not known when the street and sidewalk near the scene will reopen. According to the Binghamton University website, one of the faculty members in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the Thomas J. Watson College of Engineering and Applied Sciences, Professor Serkon Choi, led his team on research that was published in the journal Advanced Energy Materials. The idea for an ingestible biobattery is as a solution for the hard-to-reach small intestine. In the Binghamton University article, Professor Choi stated in ingestible cameras have been developed to solve this issue. They can do many things such as imaging and physical sensing, even drug delivery. The problem is power. So far, the electronics are using primary batteries that have a finite energy budget and cannot function for the long term. Traditional batteries can be harmful while inside the small intestine, but Professor Choi explains that these ingestible biobatteries utilize microbial fuel cells with spore-forming bacillus subtilis bacteria that remain inert until they reach the small intestine. On Thursday, February 9th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a search warrant at 21 Mather Street, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of these search warrant, investigators located one loaded 9mm Smith & Wesson brand handgun, one loaded 9mm Glock brand handgun, reported stolen from Georgia, and two high-capacity handgun magazines. As a result of the investigation, Darshan Beeman was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be charged with two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, four counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and one count of criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree. A New York state lawmaker is suing his fellow senators, asking the courts to get involved in the legislative process. Republican Senator Anthony Palumbo wants the court to force a full floor vote on Governor Kathy Hochul's pick to run the state's judicial system. Palumbo served on the Senate committee whose Democratic majority rejected the nomination of Hector LaSalle. Progressive said he is too conservative for such an influential position. LaSalle's supporters say they're unfairly characterizing a handful of cases. Senate Democrats maintain that they fulfilled their legal duty by hearing all the testimony and voting down the nomination. A man who repeatedly attempted scheming to smuggle finches from Guyana into New York for birdsong competitions has been sentenced to a year and a day in prison. Insaf Ali was stopped at John F. Kennedy Airport in January 2022 with two packs of hair curlers that smugglers used to slip the small birds past customs officials. He pleaded guilty last summer to conspiring to import wildlife illegally. He got in probation after a 2018 guilty plea to smuggling finches into JFK. This time, Ali peached for his leniency by saying that his misdeeds were propelled by his attachment to birds and to the birds songbird contests that have long been a Caribbean pastime. U.S. Representative George Santos was charged with criminal theft in Pennsylvania in 2017 in connection with bad checks apparently used to buy puppies from dog breeders. The case was ultimately dismissed after Santos said the nine checks totaling more than $15,000 
$1,000 were from a checkbook that had been stolen from him. That's according to a lawyer who said she helped Santos with the case. The theft charges were first reported Thursday by Politico. A lawyer for Santos did not return a message and a congressional aide declined to comment. The case adds to the controversy surrounding the first-term Long Island congressman who faces multiple investigations and has acknowledged lying about elements of his life story. When a giant Chinese balloon made an uninvited visit to the United States, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin turned to a hotline system set up with Beijing to defuse the situation. Austin ran into one problem, the U.S.-China crisis communications, in his February 4th call, however. Often, as happened with Austin last week, top Chinese military officials refuse to get on the line. Sometimes, Chinese officials don't even pick up. Former U.S. defense officials and other China experts cite fundamental differences in the way U.S. and Chinese leaders view the value of crisis hotlines. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel overseeing investigations into efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn the results of the 2020 election. That's according to a person with direct knowledge of the subpoena who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity. The subpoena depends as part of the investigation by special counsel Jack Smith was served in recent days. The extraordinary scenario of a former vice president potentially testifying against his former boss in a criminal investigation comes as Pence considers launching a 2024 Republican presidential bid against Trump. A New York City woman accused of feeding poison cheesecake to her lookalike in a bid to steal the other woman's identity has been convicted of attempted murder. Prosecutors say a jury found 47-year-old Victoria Nasirova guilty on Wednesday of trying to kill 35-year-old Oga Civic with cheesecake that had been laced with a powerful sedative. Prosecutors say the two women resemble each other, but Nasirova hoped to impersonate her victim after killing her, but Civic survived. Defense attorney Christopher Hoyt says he is disappointed with the verdict and his client is exploring her options. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a slight chance of showers before 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. 20% chance of rain. Tonight, slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. I'm My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 843 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with James Kelly. 
If you missed it in the sports update earlier in the morning, 10 retired players are accusing the NFL of lying and flagrantly violating federal law in denying disability benefits. The allegations are found in a potential class action lawsuit that was filed Thursday in Baltimore. Players say they left the game with lingering physical or cognitive injuries that make their daily lives difficult, if not excruciating. One player, Willis McGahee, spent 11 seasons in the league and says he can't get benefits despite having football injuries that make it hard for him to get out of bed at age 41. That's the big thing with football, right? The only problem. It's a very violent game, and it leaves pretty much everyone who plays with long-term injuries. CTE, of course, the highest among them. Rare to find a player who doesn't leave the NFL with some level of CTE. And then you also see stuff like uh, Antonio Brown, who before he... Well, I don't even know how to describe it. It was almost an attempted murder by Vontez Perfect. When he hit Antonio Brown before that, Antonio Brown seemed like a perfectly pleasant guy and good wide receiver. And after that, like we all know what happened to Antonio Brown. He kind of lost his marbles a little bit, now not even in the league. So I don't love that we're now learning that the NFL is not really with the disability benefits because it takes a lot of a mental and physical toll on you to play professional football. And in most cases, for the majority of players, you don't have a full career's worth of multi-million dollar contracts to lean back on in your later years. And Willis McGahee was probably fine for money. He spent 11 seasons in the league, but most players don't spend that long. And yet they'll still have the same injuries that players like McGahee have. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. Valentine. Eight forty-seven on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Uh, pretty good so far. Awesome. So, what do you got for us today? Sure. So, I want to take a couple minutes and talk about what Workforce has to offer. Uh, Workforce has several services free of charge. This includes resume building, interviewing techniques, job search strategies, and more. We have several computers at our center that you can use to do your work search, print out resumes, and apply for jobs. We also have fax machines that you can utilize to help you with your work search efforts. You can create your own resume by using our resume builder Winway, or you can schedule an appointment to meet one-on-one with a counselor who can help you create a resume. Uh, I've used Windway. Windway is a great program. It gives you a step-by-step procedure on how to set up a resume. Uh, It's a very helpful tool that I think everybody that uses it would find helpful. Um, Counselors can also help you with your job search strategies. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4 p.m. You can schedule an appointment by calling 778-6467, or you can come in and do a walk-in. We always have counselors available that will see you on a walk-in basis. Uh, We just want to let you know that if you are coming in as a walk-in, that somebody might be in front of you, so you might have to wait a little bit, but we do have counselors available that would meet with you. On, on a one-on-one basis through walk-ins. 
Uh, we also have training funds that you may be eligible for. These funds can get you up to $3,000 that you can use for funding programs that are approved by New York State. So we have a lot of programs that are available for people to use and potentially get them the training they need to get that job that they're looking for. So it's we have some great opportunities for people. Absolutely. Everything you need to get employed in Binghamton, New York, right under your roof. Absolutely. Well, Preston, thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoy the weekend. Yes, thank you. You too. Take care. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. Texting private. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some tree trimming on New York 13 in both directions between Springhouse Road and Hilton Road in Dryden. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers today from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. All lanes will be closed. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 42 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 34. Today cloudy with a high near 42. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. Tonight, slight chance of rain showers before 9 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 24 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low near 23. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 26 degrees. It's 8.53 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. When Russia cut off Ukraine's internet access, Elon Musk stepped in with Starlink to provide satellite-based emergency communications for the Ukrainian people. But that's not how things have worked out. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. Starlink is telling Ukraine in no uncertain terms that its internet connections are not for military engagements. Starlink in Ukraine is for humanitarian purposes only, but Ukraine has used Starlink to control many of its drone weapons. And now Ukraine is telling Elon Musk that he must pick a side. And that raises a question. Why does Elon Musk have to pick a side? Musk and America have acted out of charity and goodwill. This war grows nastier every day as America wades in more deeply. Our country is in danger. In the words of George Washington's farewell address, beware of foreign entanglements. Hey, be the smartest person in the room. Get my longer daily podcast, Kim Commando, today. Hey, friends, if you're 55 and up and you've been looking for a wireless plan that's custom made to fit your life, look no further than T-Mobile. With their exclusive 55 plus rate plans, you save 50% versus both AT&T and Verizon's unlimited plans. Get two lines for $27.50 a line with AutoPay. And you'll know that T-Mobile won't raise your rate for talk, text, or data ever thanks to the T-Mobile price lock guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Get two lines of unlimited on T-Mobile's network for $27.50 a line with AutoPay with price lock included. Go to T-Mobile.com slash 55 or Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to switch today. Plus taxes and fees without auto pay $5 more per line. Price lock exclusions like taxes, fees, promos, and third-party services apply. Qualifying service required. Customers on this plan may notice speeds lower than other customers and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video typically streams in SD. See T-Mobile.com for details.
8.56 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Spencer Dinwiddie scored 25 points in his first game since returning to Brooklyn, and the Nets beat the Chicago Bulls 116-105, hours after trading superstar Kevin Durant to Phoenix. Joe Harris had 18 points, and Yuta Watanabe chipped in 14 points in 22 minutes off the bench. Dorian Finney-Smith, who came with Dinwiddie from Dallas in the trade for Kyrie Irving, had 9 points and 9 rebounds in his Nets debut. It was Dinwiddie's first game in a Nets uniform since December 27, 2020. Zach Levine scored 38 points, and DeMar DeRozan had 14 for Chicago, which lost its second straight and fell to 10-18 on the road. Some hockey action. Elias Peterson scored twice in the third period, and the Vancouver Canucks snapped a two-game skid with a 6-5 victory over the New York Islanders. Oliver ekman Larson, Brock Boser, Nils Amon, and Anthony Beauvilliers scored for the Canucks. Colin Delia made 24 saves. Bo Horvat, who was picked up in a trade with Vancouver at the end of January. Kyle Palmieri, Brock Nelson, Matthew Razal, and Noah Dobson scored for the Islanders. Ilya Sorokin finished with 28 saves as the Islanders' four-game winning streak came to an end. The New York Rangers have acquired all-star Vladimir Tarasenko in a trade with the St. Louis Blues. The Rangers sent conditional 2023 first and 2024 fourth-round picks forward Sammy Blaze and prospect Hunter Skinner to the Blues for the prolific scoring winger, who's set to be an unrestricted free agent after the season. Tarasenko gives New York even more of an offensive boost in the hopes of making another deep playoff run. The 31-year-old Russian has 29 points in 38 games this season, but is also a six-time 30-goal scorer. Dealing Tarasenko could be the start of a sell-off in St. Louis, with the Blues on track to miss the playoffs for just the second time in 12 years. Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersloot have won titles together playing overseas. The pair hopes their championship pedigrees can help the New York Liberty win their first WNBA championship. The Liberty made the biggest splash in the offseason by signing the two free agents and training for Jonquel Jones, giving New York one of the most potent lineups in the league. Stewart and Vandersloot have been on teams together with Jones in the winter in Russia. And Patrick Mahomes dominated the voting for the AP NFL Most Valuable Player Award. Now he'll try to break the MVP curse. Mahomes, who also won in 2018, easily outdistanced Jalen Hurts receiving 48 of 50 first-place votes from a nationwide panel of media members who regularly cover the league. Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl on Sunday. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. When I first... This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio Closing out the final hour of the week of WMBF's First News with me, James Kelly. Coming up next, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. But up first, ABC News.